Thank you for joining us on our third episode of Titans of Hospitality. We're excited to have John Stannard, the president and CEO of Summit Hotel Properties, join us. John Stannard has been with Summit since 2017, and as the current president and CEO, he has been responsible for the impressive purchase, acquisition, and management of over $3 billion worth of hotels across the United States. Prior to Summit, John served as a critical member behind a sovereign wealth fund and a Blackstone portfolio property. In today's podcast, you will hear John provide unique insight into operational efficiency, guest satisfaction, managing investor expectations, and how and when to choose the optimal time and location for acquiring hotels. Without further ado, let's welcome John Stannard. John, thank you for making it on here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. We're very excited to have you as number three tying up hospitality and jumping right into your experience in the public sector. So thank you for joining us. Great great to be here. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm honored to be part of the group. John, your career has predominantly been within public companies, which gives you a unique insight into publicly traded side of hospitality. Could you share two or three pieces of advice for private hotel owners, drawing from your experience in operational efficiency, guest satisfaction, and leadership within the industry. Yeah, well, I think my first piece of advice might be just to stay private. Um, you know, sometimes the life in the public, the public world, can can be difficult. Um, no, in all in all seriousness, though, you know, I, I don't think there are a ton of differences between the way you create value in, in the public and in the private enterprises. Um, in a public company structure, you have to be careful not to chase uh, quarterly results at the expense of creating longer-term value. It's always a balance around managing the business for short-term results and executing with a focus on long-term value. For example, being thoughtful on, around how you spend capital, um, how you finance the business. Um, we've always subscribed to the philosophy of managing the business for the long term. Um, having the right people is foundational, and we're clearly a believer in owning high-quality real estate in good markets. Um, we want our assets to be in good markets in, in excellent physical condition, um, and we really emphasize the elements of the business that we can control, such as market share penetration, uh, margin, managing our margin performance so it's best in class, and, and managing our capital structure prudently. That's great advice, which leads us next into investor expectations. Public companies often face the challenge of managing investor expectations while delivering exceptional guest experience. Some of the hotel owners listening to this podcast may also have investors who are expecting financials to be the top priority for their investment. Based on your experience, could you offer some insight on how hotel owners can effectively balance these two aspects especially when implementing improvements or changes within their properties. Yeah, well, look, I, you know, I don't think these are two mutually exclusive um, concepts. And, you know, here at Summit, we, we strive to do both, frankly. Again, I think it's paramount to focus on managing the business to create long-term shareholder value. Uh, cutting corners in this business almost always gets exposed. And so we're always trying to do the right thing for our people and for our assets. Um, we're investing to make sure our assets are always in good physical condition. Uh, we want to have the right resources, everything from having terrific human capital to the best technology uh, in place. 
Um, over time, we believe there's a return on investment and both. Um, some of it's just harder to measure in the short term. Um, so we've invested in capital and things that we think guests truly value, things like state-of-the-art fitness centers, smart room technologies, really thoughtful food and beverage programming. Um, of course, we hope this drives better near-term performance, uh, but we also know that there's a, we have a track record that these type of investments create value over the long term. And to the extent we can create value over the long term, we know ultimately that's going to accrue to our shareholders by creating real real estate value in more profitable hotels. Yeah, and technology seems to be one of the things where hotel owners are always discussing investments. So I'm glad that you tapped into that. When Whenever you're discussing um, making technological improvements, the speed that technology is moving, is it ever one of those things where you're saying, I know this is something great, but do we really want to make um, the CapEx expenditures into this sector or should we wait until we need it? Yeah, look, there's a real balance there. Again, I mean, I think you're pointing out, you know, something that that we as real estate owners with deal with all the time. Technology evolves; it it changes all the time, and so you're you know you're always a little leery to spend a lot on the latest and greatest technologies because you know in three or four years it could potentially be obsolete. Um, but it does matter to guests, and I think what we're trying to do is find the balance between what what really drives guest behavior, what's really going to result in better market share performance. Those are the things where we think it makes sense to spend our money. So things like smart key technology, uh, we know guests really value that. Um, it's expensive, uh, but that type of investment in our hotels clearly is going to pay off in, in the long run. So I don't know that there's a silver bullet. I don't know that there's one answer that works for every hotel and every market, but we too try to be very thoughtful around identifying where there's real high ROI opportunities from a technology perspective. So, th so what I'm taking from that is there's always technological advances. However, how can you invest into areas in technology that make a direct impact to the guest experience like the room keys and other items without just trying to always keep updating technology for the sake of keeping up? That's right. Yeah. I, you know, you can, you can make good investments and bad investments in technology, or maybe say it differently. You can make investments in technology that just don't kind of stand the test of time that guests really don't value. And so, as we said over and over, I think part of what we try to do is be really thoughtful about what guests really value, whether it's technology or frankly, anything else that goes in, in into the business. What are what what do guests value from a food and beverage programming perspective? What do they value in the guest room? Um, where's your highest ROI capital dollar being spent? Um, we look at it when we think of how we do renovations. How much custom work do we want to do versus prototypical work? How much work do we want to do in the bathrooms versus the guest rooms versus the public spaces? And so, um, again, many of these things are hard to measure. Um, ultimately, they need to translate in, into ROI on the type of capital you're spending. I'm sure a lot of hotel owners will find that information really helpful. Finally, let's discuss reputation. Operating within a public sector often involves levels of transparency, high levels of transparency and accountability. What are two or three strategies you've utilized to maintain and enhance the reputation of public hotels? And how can private hotel owners adapt these strategies to ensure they remain competitive in the market space? Yeah, well, look, you know, there's no real free lunches in this business. And I think, again, we've always really appreciated the transparency that comes with managing in a, a public format. Um, it can be somewhat time consuming. It can be somewhat cumbersome at, at times to manage. But we do like having that transparency. Um, we know we have to deliver every single quarter and we know we have 
a board of directors is an investment community that's going to hold us accountable for our results. It can reward our results when they're really good. It can punish them that we're really bad. Um, we do need to be mindful about managing the business quarter to quarter. And I think that, that that's one of the things that as a public company, uh, we know we have to report our results. We know we have to be best in class when it comes to transparency. Uh, but we really need to believe in managing the business for the longer term and creating value for shareholders over the longer term. Because as you create longer term value, ultimately it's gonna to accrue to share, shareholder value. Um, we do believe we have a differentiated operating platform and really a strong track record of success. And that, that gives us something um, that gives us gives us something we can talk to investors about and tell our story. Um, we do try to be realists about the business that we're in, um, the markets that we operate. Uh, we want to have a level of credibility with investors and other owners and frankly, just generally people in, in our industry. Um, and that requires some level of objectivity about the strengths and the weaknesses of our of our business and our ability to produce results on an ongoing basis. Um, we want to be good at some of these kind of what I'll call the softer parts of the business, while not losing focus on, on what really is most important. That's driving, maximizing profitability of the hotels and driving true returns um, to our, our in our real estate to our shareholders. Um, we do strive to have best-in-class disclosure. Um, we want to be a market leader in terms of how we interact with the investment community, whether that's our interaction with the buy side investment community or the sell side analysts. And so um, we, we do think the public company context of that provides us that opportunity. Again, I think we've created um, a strong track record of, of not only having wonderful transparency, but but being, uh, you know, uh, being top of mind when it comes to the investment community. And John, you have over $3 billion worth of passes throughout the United States. What's one of the telling signs for you and your team when deciding to go into a different market, a different state, or investing in a certain financial climate? What's one of those things that is an absolute critical that you think the hotel owners would like to hear? Yeah, look, we, we try to be students of the business. And I think what you're ultimately trying to do is you're trying to marry kind of a best-in-class operating platform with a very forward-looking real estate strategy. Um, we want to understand how guest preferences are evolving. And I think you know, at Summit, we were early to the adaption of what became, you know, the very popular investments in select service assets. Um, you know, 12, 15, 20 years ago, th this wasn't necessarily an institutional asset class. Um, I think we've seen that evolve. And I think what led that evolution was guest preferences changing and guests preferring, in many cases, the newer, higher quality select service upscale type of assets to some of the more tired older full service assets. Um, this is a wonderful operating model. And so we've always been a believer that if you can be thoughtful around guess, how guest preferences are evolving and you can curate a real estate strategy around some of these bigger macro themes, it's gonna put you in the best position to create value long-term. Ultimately, we need to be very, very, very thoughtful capital allocators. We need to buy the right assets in the right markets at the right basis. And we need to marry that with an operating platform that allows us to go execute a real operating plan. And I think we've been in this environment for um, a decade or so where you had you know, zero or, or, or very low interest rates where um, you didn't necessarily have to be the best executor um, from, a, from a, an, a business plan perspective. You could you get bailed out, so to speak, by the financial markets and and refinance your way out of problems. I think we're going to be in a different environment um, from a go forward perspective. And so we're a believer again that you've got to get you've got to own the right asset in the right market at the right basis. And then it's really really important again where we take enormous pride at Summit is 
the team that's been built here, the operating platform that's been built here, whether it's asset revenue management, um, whether it's our ability to do renovations, um, whether it's our uh, our ability to um, transact, and we've been very, very active transacting over the years. Um, I think it's the aggregation of kind of all of those components of our expertise that we believe is what's really going to drive value for our shareholders going forward. John, great information. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for joining us on the third episode of Tines of Hospitality. Yeah, Ricky, so thank you so much for, for having me. This has been really fun. Um, it's, 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 again, it's a pleasure and an honor to, to join the group. So thank you. Thank you.